Welcome, my name is Andrew and this is the Hudak Discussion, a New Orleans Saints podcast where we talk about all Saints news, opinions, and reactions. So before we get into some Saints Bucks talk, I just wanted to say, if you like this podcast and haven't followed us on our various platforms, you can follow us on Twitter at the Hudak Dis, on Instagram at Hudak Discussion, on Podomatic at the Hudak Discussion, and then also you could subscribe to our Google Play channel, our iTunes channel, our Spotify channel, and our YouTube channel at the Who Dat Discussion as well. And shout out to everyone who's listening on YouTube Premiere. If you guys like me premiering videos on YouTube, I will do this every episode. It's fun. I mean, I bet it will be a great time commenting with you guys. So with all that said, I think we could just get into some Saints Bucks notes. So as we do with every preview, we're going to do notes, storylines, and then... Um, our group by group preview. So to start with some notes, the Saints have a 74.1% chance to win by ESPN's matchup predictor and are a 9.5 favorite on the road. They are 1-0 coming off of losses this year, which I think is interesting. But I mean, Saints have played so well. I mean, that's only happened once. I mean, just looking at it, look, everyone's favoring us. I mean, we should be able to go on the road and just get another victory and really put that Dallas loss behind us. But I think we'll see. The weather will be a big factor, which is my next note, is that there's supposed to be rain with chance of thunderstorms, which could be, I mean, a very big factor. So that could be a pretty big factor, especially with a wet ball. I mean, look, we've never really seen our team in the rain, so how do we know what to expect? They are practicing with wet balls, which I think is important. It'd be a little harder to throw the ball, but I really think that Drew Brees so good, he'll be able to throw the ball just fine. But that's definitely something to watch for, and maybe it's a more sloppy game. Because of that, it could be a more close game. So I think that's definitely something to look at there. Our next note is if the Saints win this game, they are your NFC South division champions for back-to-back years. That clinches them not only the division, but also a playoff spot. So that's obviously really good to get back into the playoffs for the second straight year. I really hope we can do that. We didn't get it done last week, but now it's our time. I think this is our game here. Um, We'll get on it through our storylines and our preview, but I think this is a game where we can bounce back on. Um, Just looking at some offensive stats that really haven't happened in a long time. Alan Kamara was led um, held, excuse me, to under 100 yards all-purpose yards in the last two games. That's the first time it's happened all season. That's obviously pretty important. I mean, look, Alan Kamar, even last year, getting back to last year, it really hasn't happened that much. He's always been able to get his 100 yards um, all-purpose, either between rushing or um, receiving. He's usually good at both of those things. Um, Michael Thomas has had less then five catches, so he's had four or less in the last two games as well to me. That's definitely something to look at. Um, and I believe it's at like four to five maybe that he's less than five catches, or maybe it's three to four. That's to me a big stat. Got to get Michael Thomas back involved in this game, and I think that's very big. It's vital for us. I really do. He's got to be able to get open, even if they're going to be double covering. I think we have to find a way to get you know him in single coverage again, and that may be bringing Brandon Marshall back. I think Brandon Marshall could be – a player that we want. I think he's a really good player there, a veteran, and I think people respect him. So I think to make him active, I think would be very good for us. Um, Also, the defense is just playing really well. Um, Just looking at it, since that Bucks game, we've ranked, we have been ranked 10th in the league, excuse me. So that's really good, being ranked 10th since that first game of the year. I mean, top 10 defense, as I said, coming into the year, watch out if this team's top 10 defense. Right now, in points-wise, we are 13th. Uh, in total defense. So I think that's pretty big as well. 
And look, right now, defense is playing great and on how the offense kind of has to catch up to it, which is kind of interesting because earlier in the year, it was the exact opposite. So we're just going to get right into our storylines. So we got three storylines, as we always do. And our first is, is this the week the Saints are going to bounce back after the loss? Or, you know, are they going to keep that um, losing mantra? And I just don't think it's going to happen. And also, this could be a revenge game, which is another um, thing to talk about. Bouncing back, I really think Drew Brees will be able to bounce back in this game, especially. I know the Bucks defense has played better of late, so we have to watch that. But they have been very bad. They're 28th, I believe, in or 27th, excuse me, in um, total defense, especially against the pass. They are 27th as well. So that's obviously really big. I mean, they have Devontae Harris starting the old Saints corner who got burned a ton last year and the years prior. So they definitely have their struggles. So we're going to see what happens, but I think Drew Brees will get, will get back on track. The last time he played the Bucks, he did really good 40 points. I believe he had over 400 yards. He played amazing. Defense didn't play amazing, but I think now with the defense is playing good. I think Brees will play just as good. Maybe the Saints play a little more conservative, but I just don't see it. I really think Sean Payton, he's, this is his year, he feels, and I think he's back into his coaching groove, so I don't think he's really scared of anyone. Maybe it was just one bad game plan, and now right back to it. Um, I think the Saints are going to have to do different things to get their stars involved, and they didn't do that last week. They didn't. I mean, they, Kamara did. They gave Kamara chances, eight catches. That's a lot of catches, but they were a little dump-offs and didn't have a lot to do with it. And then, obviously, you got to give that to – the Cowboys, they played really good. But I think this is a chance for Kamara to get back into it. I really like Kamara doing those choice routes where he could either take an out route or an in route or a curl route. To me, that's just really good. I love that route, especially against linebackers that are maybe not so good besides Levante David for the Bucks. So I think that's a really big thing for us. And I think it's definitely something to look out for for our team. I think we got to get him involved. I think we got to get Mike Thomas involved. And if I was Sean Payton, I would – um, call up Brandon Marshall and actually um, play him and activate him. So I think that would be really big for us. And revenge game, I really do. I think this could be a revenge game. I think Sean Payton, you know, maybe we'll get a little petty Sean Payton. He'll run up the score. Who knows? But I really think that Sean Payton knows how good this team is. And I don't think the Saints think this is another trap game or anything. I think they're going to come in here getting business done, and then leaving. I think that was just really big for this team, and I really believe that the Saints will do that. I think they're all going to have a mission. I think they're going to have a chip on their shoulder, and they are going to hope to get this win. So I think that's really big there. Also, um, our second storyline is, will our defense be able to get turnovers against the Bucks, who have just had a ton of turnovers? I mean, just looking at it, they have the most in the league for Turnovers with over 30 turnovers and then also 23 interceptions. So that's just a lot of turnovers. I think that's the key for the Saints here is to get a really a ton of turnovers. And I think they'll be able to do that, especially over the last couple of games. The Saints have been really opportunistic at getting turnovers. Fumbles have really been big. I mean, maybe in 2009, I know this defense has been compared to 2009. 2009 got a lot of picks. This defense gets a ton of fumbles. And really, you got to give that to the great linebacker play and the great D-line play who are just playing good again and again. Also got to give it to the um, secondary who's really been able to punch the ball out. That's really big as well. So you got to give it to the Saints there. And I think, you know, Tampa Bay, they have not been able to, you know, keep the ball in their hands. The You know, they have the most yards in the league. They have gained the most yards, but they're awful in the red zone because they just give up a ton of turnovers. It happens in game in, game out. Jameis Winston has been playing very good football but will that last? And to me, I just don't think so. I just don't see Winston being that kind of player now four games in a row. He's been an up-and-down player his whole career. 
Um, he's had some really good games since against the Saints. He's also had some really dreadful games against the Saints. His last one being a good one um, in 2017. Fitzpatrick played really good in 2018, but we'll see what happens here. I think he's kind of due for one of those bad games. A lot of people are saying that, and I tend to agree with that. He's just been an up-and-down player, a very volatile player, just up and down, up and down. And he just because he throws a lot of risky throws, sometimes that's great and sometimes that's bad. Um, with Tampa Bay media and their fans, they really don't like Winston. They want to get rid of him, and this is kind of a last-dish effort for him. So, look, if he keeps the ball you know, off the turf, if he doesn't throw a lot of picks and doesn't have a lot of turnovers, I mean, I think it's going to be a little tough for us to win, but I just don't see that happening there. Our third storyline is that will the offensive line, Drew Brees in the hole, offense be able to bounce back i know we talked about bouncing back as a full team from a loss but just how bad this offense was last week i just feel like we definitely have to talk about it and see how this team gets better i think getting taran armstead is going to really help this offensive line i really hope he comes back he was limited the first two practices and we haven't um got anything on friday as terms in an injury report um before I guess they released it we are recording this so I think that could be a big thing but I just feel like the way Drew Brees, Sean Payton and this whole offense operates is they want to get better every um, day they want to get better and this just gives them a huge um, really uh, motivator to do it because they lost last game they got kind of embarrassed by that defense they got to come back have new schemes and I really think this is going to be a really good bounce back game um, just a big note, I didn't mention in the notes because I wanted to say it here, is that Drew Brees is like amazing after he loses and gives up like less than 200 yards passing and just doesn't really do very good. He's very motivated. He comes back and he's going to look to win the game. And I feel like, and not only win the game, I think he's going to try to put up a lot of, you know, really put it in, put up a lot of stats, win the game and have another MVP performance because his last game wasn't an MVP performance. I did say that he didn't have his worst game of his career or anything, or it was really that bad. But it wasn't MVP caliber, so he's going to have to get back to that. And I think the offensive line will be able to get back to their Pro Bowl levels because I really think that Taron Armstead coming back, and as much as the Bucks, they do have a really good D-line. Number one, we don't even know if JPP or uh, Gerald McCoy will play. I mean, we'll see that later. JG, JPP, he missed the first two practices, so he will probably not play. Maybe Gerald McCoy plays, maybe he doesn't. So I think that will definitely be something to be seen there, but... Uh, to me, I just feel like the Saints def- the Saints offense, excuse me, um, that got Drew Brees, who's just been very, very good, had a tough game because they weren't protecting him. His throws were a little off and a ton of drops. They got to figure out how to get Mike Thomas more open. As I said earlier, there's got to be a way. Maybe it's moving Traquan Smith maybe into the slot, having Brandon Marshall in there, because I really, I really hope Brandon Marshall is active for this game. I think he'll really help, and I think that he'll help more than Keith Kirkwood. I think Keith Kirkwood has played great, and I did say that he was going to fill that Des Bryant role, and he kind of has. He has two touchdowns, you know, since Des Bryant um, went down with the injury, and he kind of has filled that role, so I was kind of right there, kind of pat myself on the back there, but I mean, I think it's kind of time to maybe either call him or Austin Carr inactive, or maybe even, you know, I know Tommy Lee Lewis was inactive as well. Um, the last game, maybe you bring him back, you know, sit down Keith Kirkwood. Who knows? But I think there has to be a way to get these guys open. Also, I think Ben Watson's got to get back into this offense. Last couple of games, he really has been non-existent there. I think he's, he's got to play better. And he's been a great blocker, but he's got to be more than that. He's got to be able to catch clutch catches, and he really hasn't, you know, been a force there. And it's made other guys like Dan Arnold have to catch cut tough catches. And then also with the other undrafted rookies with, you know, Keith Kirkwood, you know, Austin Carr. Because, look, 
undrafted free agents, it's a great story if they do good. But if they don't, then it comes into these guys got to go. And, you know, we're trying to win a championship here and not trying to, you know, resurrect anyone's careers. Look, I think people have been able to get their careers resurrected with the Saints. But I feel like, and a lot of players have tried that. Brandon Marshall's trying it. Des Bryant's trying it. And I think it's a great place. But, you know, we're not here to play on draft free agents if they're not doing good. You know, I think we're, we're, we're for winning now, not for later. So we got to play our best players. And I think Brandon Marshall, I think he's just better. I, I really do. And I think he will help this offense more if he plays, especially how he's a veteran, knows how to run the routes. And I think there's a certain trust there as well. I mean, I think Breeze definitely trusts his undrafted free agents, but having, you know, this great receiver, you know, multiple time pro bowler, and played with a lot of different quarterbacks, and he has shined with a lot of different quarterbacks. I think it's just kind of a confidence booster for Breeze, especially after he had kind of a tough game there. So real quick, as we finish our storylines, before we get into our group-by-group preview, I just wanted to say the injury report for for Thursday. So we didn't get Fridays yet. So really, right now for the Saints, really, there were two limited practices, and that's it. Everyone else is healthy. Ryan Ramchick and Tyron Armstead. And I think both of them will play. So I think that's really big there. They both practiced limited the first two games. And then... For the Bucks, they have not had the same luck as the Saints had, as they've had Carl- Carlton Davis, excuse me, their um, starting cornerback. He's didn't play the first two practices, so I think that's big there. Their tackle, Demar Dotson, has a hamstring injury. He was limited both practices, so he'll probably be able to go. Um, Deshaun Jackson, he's doubtful, so I don't think he'll be able to play. Their safety, Justin Evans, didn't practice both um, practices, so that's I think big. He probably won't play. Their other safety, Isaiah Johnson, he didn't practice both times. He has a concussion. Gerald McCoy, the big one, the ankle and shoulder injury, and he was limited in both practices. And then also Jason Pierre-Paul didn't practice both times as well. That's huge. If he doesn't play, that means they don't really have a huge pressure. They do have Gerald McCoy if he plays. We don't know if he'll play either, so it's kind of tough there. He'll probably be questionable. I think JPP um, may be ruled out. Today, maybe not, but because it is a home game for them. They don't have to travel or anything, but I think that's really big. I think everyone will travel with the Saints to Tampa Bay, so I think that's really big. We're fully healthy, so you know maybe we shouldn't really worry about them, but if they don't have JPP or Joe McCoy or even both, that would just be huge. Also, them missing players in the secondary is not going to help them, so I think that's big as well. So now on to our group-by-group preview. So we're just going to go through our seven groups and, you know, see who's better. So who has the edge, Saints or Bucks? So we'll start with QB, and I'm going to say the Saints. I think Drew Brees still playing at the MVP level. I think he still has that MVP. And I just don't think Winston does at this point. I feel like he is, you know, a great player and all, but... So now onto our group by group preview. This is where we preview seven groups, QB, skill positions... Um, O-line, D-line, linebackers, cornerbacks, and then coaching special teams. And then we're just going to say, who's better? Do the Saints have the edge? Do the Bucks have the edge? And we're going to start with QB. And I think the Saints have a clear edge here with Drew Brees. He's just playing much better than Winston here. Um, Drew Brees playing at that MVP level. I know he had a tough game, but you can't put everything on one game. Winston has played really good lately, which you got to give to Winston. But to me... I think he's due for a bad game, and I just, you know, he's not even the leading passer on his team. How can I say he's better than Drew Brees right now? I'll take Drew Brees 100% of the time. 
there. On to skill position players. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints. I just think the Saints got better skill position players. They didn't play good last game. I think I gave them a D overall grade from the recap. But I feel like the Saints, they just are um, superior to the Bucks right now. The Bucks, I mean, look, they've had some injuries there. But they have Peyton Barber, who's definitely not up to the caliber of Alan Kamara, um, Mark Ingram. Their wide receivers, they do have Mike Evans. But I think Mike Thomas is better. And then their second receiver, because... Jackson's hurt. It's Adam Humphreys, who's just not. I don't even think he's better than Traquan Smith. And I think Humphreys, he's had his definitely, um, you know, high moments in this league. But overall, he's just not been that good. Kevin Brate is a good tight end. Maybe he's even better than Ben Watson. I think they're about equal. But um, I just think the Saints much better skill position. I'll take Mark Ingram, Alvin Kamara, Mike Thomas, Traquan Smith. Hopefully, Brandon Marshall, Ben Watson. You got to take. Um, even the undrafted free agents, Dan Arnold's going to play. He's been really good as well. I know he had the fumble, but besides that, really good stuff for him. So now on to our O-line, and I'm going to give the edge to the Saints here as well. Um, look, their O-line, it's not bad. It's not the worst, but it's not very good. And I think Cam Jordan and the crew will be able to get past them. They haven't been bad by any means. About average offensive line, maybe a little even too below average, but our offensive line is to me still elite. They did have a bad game, worst game of the season, and that happens. Sometimes you do have a clunker of a game and off game, but I think with Taron Armstead coming back, I'll take Taron Armstead, um, Andrews P, Max Unger, Larry Walford, and Ramchek over, you know, their guys looking at Donovan Smith. I mean, a lot of, they have a lot of no-namers. Um, Ali, Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Caleb Benovich, and then also um, DeMar Dotson. I think they won't be able to do much there. And I think that kind of shows because to me, I just think they're a little thin there. They've had some injuries. So, I mean, they're going to have some trouble there, especially now they have also their left tackle, their right tackle, excuse me, is, um, he's questionable for this game. So to me, you got to look at it and see how they're going to do. I just don't think they're as good as the Saints. I think the Saints are still the elite O-line. And I don't think Tampa Bay has enough firepower to get to the Saints O-line two weeks in a row, especially because the Saints did so bad against Dallas. So now on to our um, defensive line um, preview. And I really feel, look, if Tampa Bay is fully healthy, looking at Vinny Curry, Curry excuse me, Gerald McCoy, um, Bo Allen and JPP. That's a really solid line, especially how JPP is having a great breakout year. But with JPP probably not be able to go, you got to give the edge to the Saints, especially how good the Saints' defensive line has been playing. Cam Jordan, I mean, another double-digit sack season. That's amazing. To have two back-to-back double-digit sack season, that's great in itself. But he's been able to do so much more. He can close the edge off. So this, you really, you know, you got to give it to him on the run game because – they aren't able to run on him. They close out the edge so well. He does that. So you got to give it to him there. The interior running game has been just – a run defense, excuse me, has been just as good with Sheldon Rankins has been just a beast there. you got to give it to him. He's just been amazing. Marcus Davenport will probably up, be up to full health, excuse me, there. Um, that's really big. Um, Alex Okafor, really big as well. He's been playing better of late. Got to look at David Onyemata, who had a breakout game. That's just, You want to see that. Really good stuff by this defensive line. And I think that they have been just maybe even playing better than Buccaneers. Buccaneers, D-line, you know, looking on paper, really good. Also, they have Vita Vey, the first-round pick. Very good stuff, but I really, right now, I feel like, especially because they're banged up a little bit, the Saints have the better D-line. But definitely... The uh, Bucks are definitely nothing to be um, laughed at or anything. They are a solid unit there. Onto linebackers, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints here. 
Because looking at it, um, they do have Levante David, who's a good linebacker. He's really good at going laterally, getting tackles, really good at that stuff. But looking at their other guys, or Darius Taylor, excuse me, and Devontae Bond, just not as good as what the Saints have right now. I'll take the Saints middle linebacker into Mario Davis. And they're outsides even with um, AJ Klein and Anzalone playing really good right now. And I feel like both these, um, you know, linebacking cores right now, they have a player that everyone knows, Levante David, Demario Davis, and maybe two players that not a lot of people have heard of, but I mean, the Saints, those Saints, the Saints guys, they're playing up to a Pro Bowl level. And I really feel that AJ Klein is to me having a really good year. Same with Alex Anzalone, especially of late. Alex Anzalone has just been an animal out there, making a ton of tackles, flying around the field. And that's why we picked him. He did have the injury issues, but now, you know, he's, had, he's been healthy so far. So pray for him that he stays healthy. But if he stays at this level, I mean, that this linebacking core is one of the best in the league. To me, it's top five. Really good stuff by the Saints there. On to our cornerbacks. I mean, look, both of these um, cornerbacking um, cores are just not very good. Cornerback, safe, uh, secondary. You know, I really feel like both of them not that good. The Bucks have both their safeties questionable, maybe not play for both. So, to me, you got to give the edge to the Saints there. Saints, to me, they've played good lately. Got to give it to Marshawn Lattimore. He's played really good. To me, Marcus Williams is finally starting to come around. Von Bell's having a career year. You just want to see it, what they're doing right now, doing really good stuff. Hopefully, Eli Apple has breakout game here and not breakout game but a bounce back game that's just really big stuff and i do think that maybe both these units aren't great but i think the saints edge them out there and on to coaching and special teams looking at their special teams the buccaneers i mean not that good there cario santos is their kicker but i mean brian anger not a bad punter cario santos has had his troubles as a kicker saints special teams is just money between you know you're looking at lutz morstead um, Taysom Hill obviously has been a big factor, jack of all trades, as I always say. And then also you got to look at Justin Hardy. Um, and I think that's just really big. I think special teams sometimes wins you games. And I think the Saints, it may win them a game down the stretch. It's just so vital to have a really good special team score. And the Saints have that. Coaching, look, Sean Payton had a bad coaching day between not really managing his challenge as well to really not getting his team up to playing and Look, to me, he had a clunker coaching day. It wasn't really a good day for him. He was too cocky coming out of the gate. A lot of passes, not that many runs. But I feel like overall, I think he's going to bounce back. And I think he's just going to continue the same mantra. There's no reason not to one game loss. It's not like they've lost five straight. It's one game. And I think they're going to come back, play well, and hopefully get the victory here. And I think Sean Payton's going to get them ready to play. I think the Saints will be very, very ready to play. And if it gets out of hand... I don't think this. I don't see the Saints stopping this one because it's gonna be. I really feel like this is kind of a revenge game for them, especially when they lost to Dallas and they also lost to the Bucks. So it's kind of a game, a bounce back game, to a get right game, as a lot of people call it. Um, so I think that's really big there. So now on to our Houdat Nation fan question. Our first question is from Houdat nine forty one. 23 and he asked do you think we will fully bounce back Sunday and I think we will I think I really think that the Saints are gonna have a really good game a get well game and oh I just remembered I forgot to say the score I think the Saints will win this one 31 to 17 I think the Bucks. I don't think they'll keep it very close but I think the rain will become a factor and I don't think the Saints will be really able to run up the score in that manner but I do think they'll get a pretty sizable victory and I think that this will be a game where the Saints bounce back from. I think they'll get over 30 points, and I think they'll have a good game. So off of that tangent, because I just forgot to say it in our last segment, um, I think the Saints are 
it's going to bounce back fully, as I just said. And I think that they'll be able to do it from good offense, solid offense, no turnovers. And I think they're going to go back to a lot of running with some play action pass. I think they're going to um, start and activate Brandon Marshall. I think he's going to have a pretty big role in this game, maybe even scores a touchdown in the red zone. I think he's going to have a big role in the red zone. And I think this defense, I think they're going to propel this team to, you know, help the offense. And it's not even like the offense is not going to play good. I think they're going to do good. I think they're going to try to play maybe a little time possession and just grind out the victory as they've done in the past. Maybe they're going to go, look, we want to win by 40. We're going to win 50 to 10. I can see that game too. I mean, I really could. I don't think that Tampa Bay has the firepower to beat us really if we play that type of game. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I just feel like, especially in the rain, we may not be able to do that. So whatever Sean Payton's thinking, I think we can win both ways. And I'm just thinking that probably it'd be maybe a mix of both because I don't think it will be a very close game, two possession game. And, but I don't think the Bucks will ever fully get out of the game. I don't think it's going to get out of hand to 40 to 10 because of the rain. If it was sunny, I may put the Saints maybe score another 10 points, 41, 17. But right now I think that's what I'm looking at there. And I think they'll be able to bounce back fully. So our next question is from Hudat. 23 13 10 and he asked do you think this loss helped us more than it hurt us or vice versa and to me i think it helped us i really think it put our winning for winning ways in perspective we could always lose a game and i don't think the saints are going to win like whatever 17 straight games to end the season if they're going to win the super bowl they're probably gonna you know lose a game and look i'm not saying we're going to win the super bowl by any means but we probably weren't gonna be able to run the table so reality is reality and we've lost and I think that set in a really good worth ethic. A lot of the players have been really saying, we want to bounce back. We want to play better. We just can't wait to get back out there. And I think that's what this team needed. They kind of needed another um, punch in the face or slap in the face like they did the first game. And I think it's going to have similar effects as the first game. And it's not even like the second game of the season we played great because we just barely beat the Bucks, uh, the Browns, excuse me. So maybe it'll be a type of game like that. But I think we're just a better team. I think it's a different loss than we had week one. But um, I just think the Saints will be able to come in there, and I think it will help them more than hurt, just like that first loss. So our next question is from Domegoer9, and he asks, do you think we're going to lose again this regular season? And for me, this is a really tough question, because to me, I think they will go 3-1 or 4-0. That's what I think. But will it happen? I mean, 4-0 is tough, and I think you got to circle two games, and it's not maybe this Bucks game, because I think the Saints will be able to win this game. I think if we're looking at the next two weeks when, when we play um, Carolina on the road and Pittsburgh at home. I think Carolina, they've been playing really bad. So maybe that's kind of their turn the switch game. I'm really hoping not. But to me, they do have a lot of talent. But I do think that I think that game, especially how bad Carolina's playing, I think it made it a little easier for us. And especially, they won't even really be, hopefully, they won't be playing for the division in their division lives. They kind of feel that the Saints really distancing themselves. That's really good. As much as it will be a division battle, but it won't be like for the division. Like some people thought coming into the season, they thought these two games were going to decide the division. So to me, maybe it won't be as much of a big game for Carolina, but it is Monday night football. And I think they'll be ready to play. And I think we will be ready to play too. We are usually good in those primetime matchups. So I think that is a game maybe, but as well, I mean, I, it, the Panthers also lost last week. They didn't play very good. So I think that's big there. Then the Pittsburgh game, look, I think we have very similar strengths. Good offenses, defense. I think the Saints defense is better now. I really think it's playing top 10 defense. I think that's the way it's playing. So if we have this really good offense and a top 10 defense, I don't think really anyone's stopping us. And that includes Pittsburgh. I think we try to play similar games, and I think the Saints are just better at it than Pittsburgh. So 
I mean, you got to look at it. I think the Saints will put up a lot of points against their defense and hopefully come out with a W. I think, look, I think to go 4-0, and then we play the Panthers again at home, I think we'll be able to get that win. To go 4-0, I think that will get us the one seed. I think the Rams will lose another game. If it's this week, I think it's a really big week, and I think all Saints fans should watch Saints, uh, not Saints, excuse me, Rams versus Bears. That will be a huge game. We should all be rooting for the Bears if you think we're going to go 4-0. If you think we're going 3-1, maybe you should root for the Rams because, you know, look, if we go 13-3, Bears go 13-3, there would be a tiebreaker for that two seed. I don't know which way it goes. I'll have to do more research on that. But to me, I'll be rooting for the Bears because I really want that number one seed. I think we'll see if we win tomorrow. I think that will get a lot of people rooting for the Bears to try to get the Rams off of that one seed, and then we take them over again. So I think that's a big game. Also, you got to give it, I think, to the Eagles in that game. Eagles, I think, have been playing much better football since we demolished them, and I think that was kind of a wake-up call for them, and I think that could be a big game for us, for them, excuse me, to get a win versus a really, really um, good Rams team, but I think maybe they can do it there and pull the, pull off the upset. I believe it's you know not a primetime game, but it's like the – Fox game of the week, so I think that's bigger there. And then they played two divisional opponents. You don't know how those games go, even though they're not against good opponents in the 49ers and Cardinals. So, look, I think those two games, their next two games for the Rams will be big, but I do think um, if we go 4-0, I think we'll get that one seed. So, do I think we're going to go lose a game? I hope to say no, but we never know. And you can't really... You know, you, you can't really, like, say we're going to win four games straight. That's tough to do still, you know. I remember saying the, after the first game, I don't even know if we're going to, you know, win those four games into the bye. And now we're, we're talking about 10 straight and easily running the table. You know, you just sometimes losses happen. Last year, we played really good up to about this point. I think we were 9-2 and two or nine, or we were 8-2, and two, excuse me, um, at 10 games. And then we kind of faltered a little bit going only, you know, 3-2 and two the rest of the way. I know that's not really faltering, but – you know, it's still not the best. So to me, um, you got to look at it and you got to look at the, these next four games and just say that get these ready for the playoffs. Hopefully we'll be able to make the playoffs and just clinch it this week so I can stop saying these ifs. I just don't want to jinx them. But um, look, with Brayden Marshall and the team, we never know. But I think that the Saints will be able to clinch a playoff spot this weekend. And I think that's going to be great. You know, get those division shirts back out. I have my last year's division champion shirt on. So I think that's a kind of a big thing there. And then also our last question is from Saints fan from NY. And he has, do you think the offensive line is the number one key of success for this offense behind Breeze? And to me, I do. I really think it is. Um, I was putting a lot of emphasis on the offensive line last episode. And some people were like, well, maybe the offensive line's not that important. A lot of my friends would be like, Breeze played really bad. The offensive line, they don't even do anything. And that's just wrong. That's false. And that's what maybe national media wants you to think or whatever. But the offensive line, to me, right behind Breeze and maybe Kamara and Thomas, maybe behind those, maybe they're tied with those. They're really big. To give Breeze clean pockets, game in and game out, that's just huge. And we saw what happens when it doesn't. Now, that was a colossal breakdown. That really probably will never happen again. Even if they play the Cowboys again or the Bears, I just don't see that happening again. But Breeze has been able to get clear pockets this whole year, and it's helped them out. So I do think number one is the, – the offensive line, excuse me, is our – key behind Breeze, and I really think it is for every team. Behind your quarterback, I think off the line is very important, especially besides maybe the, your best skill position players, maybe, but maybe not. Because off the line, everyone says, oh, well, you know, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they can win you games single-handedly, basically. 
but I mean, offensive line could win you single or win, win you game single handedly as well. So you got to just put both in perspective there. So with all that said, I think it's time to wrap up this podcast. As I said earlier in the episode, if you liked this episode, if you like this podcast and you haven't followed us already, you can follow us on Twitter at the Disc, on Instagram at Discussion, on Podomatic at the Discussion, And then also you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Google Play channel, and then also our Spotify channel and then our iTunes channel on there. Please rate, review, comment, like, all that fun stuff. Shout out to anyone who's watched and who's watched me, I think, ramble on for about 30 minutes on YouTube premiere. Thank you. And I, I was commenting probably throughout this whole um, episode. So thanks for listening to my comments and stuff like that. Really love interacting with the fans. So look, I think going into this game, bounce back, have a good game, clean game, and get the win here. I just And hopefully we can get back to another division title after this game. So with all that said, I want to say thank you. Prove them right. And who dat?